still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you very much, Alliance, for your uh, this is the last week that they will uh, officially hold the title as uh, Frank Caliendo's Pladio Band of the Year, which is a fantastic <laughs> honor and tribute to have had. Naming everything after Frank. He's never once received any of the awards. By the way, I am basically Oscar Schindler. Another email. You popped my teaching cherry three years ago. I quit teaching because of you. Never been happier. Have a master's. Uh, 22 years, found your show a few years ago. You were talking about why you would ever teach. And, man, you are spot on. I asked myself, do I really make a difference? I don't. I quit that year. Best choice I ever made. I, they're going to basically, when I die, they're going to be like, you know what he's done for us teachers? My funeral is going to be filled with former teachers. There's going to be so much coffee breath in that audience. <laughs> it's, what is, it's be, oh, yeah, the breath of the, my funeral is going to be terrible. <laughs> I never met the man, but I wanted to pay my respects by changing my life. I used to be a teacher, see, I wanted to kill myself, and he fixed that. Another one. Another one. I quit teaching uh, about six months ago after listening to your show. made me wonder why I do this. Way happier working for Boeing. HMS read for head all day. Yeah. Well, I could have told you that. Teach uh, people's babysit for a living for nothing? Or go to Boeing? Go to Boeing. Let me tell you this, teachers. Here's another reason. My friend's daughter is making about $150 a night babysitting. You're not making that in a day teaching, and you've got 30 of them. What? Just babysit. If you love teaching kids, babysit and uh, start you know, doing a little arithmetic for the kid. When you're like, you get a gig a night. It would be like teaching Uber. You know, they just call you up, you Uber teach, you come over, you watch the kids for a few hours so the parents can leave. It's a good gig. That would be a good gig, and it's one at a time. So when you go to the parents, hey, your kid's acting up a little bit, they can't sit and go, well, what are you doing? I think you got too many people. Look there. They might listen when the Uber teacher says, and you get 150 bucks a night, and you can basically homeschool the little rats. I had no idea it was that influential. I thought, my, I thought it was crying out into the ether and no one was listening. But I was wrong. I got an email uh, this morning that's a little bit, this is this to me is dressed in uh, Elmer Fudd flannel with a weird ski cap. It's come in from a long hunt and possible woodsy-like burial. It says, I hope this is your email, brother. Front row. Do you want to get in touch? I'm getting in touch with you. I'd like to have a conversation with you one day. And so I emailed back and I said, uh, this is my email. We are having a conversation. And then he emails back and he goes, dude, how are you? I love and respect and love and respect you, bro. You had me sweating like a mother effer Friday. I've made a lot of mistakes, in, or Saturday, sorry. I've made a lot of mistakes. I was in prison three and a half years and seven and a half for burglaries. 
I was a drug addict. I'm sober now. I work uh, good. I have custody of my son. I take care of my mom. Life's good again. Uh, I have a fiance too. Prison sucks, man. It's rough. I never want to go back. So I figure I listen to you guys for some jokes, but everything you say hits home. I'm even nervous right now writing this to you. Maybe sometime I'll be over there to give you a little more insight of my life. No, 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 that's okay. Just keep it on emails. That's good. We're good. We're good through emails. He is the guy at the show on Saturday that was front row. That while we had Brady do a Brady report, a uh, few stories of the year, and I kind of my eyes kind of drifted over, and I saw murderous Elmer Fudd in a ski cap in the front row, not laughing. Everyone else was laughing, and then he, but he, and he even said. Uh, don't worry about uh, me not laughing. If you thought I was angry, that's just my resting bitch face. You put on a hell of a show. I was like, yeah, okay, <laughs> keep it tight. <laughs> don't let anybody know you have emotions. But he was—he uh, dressed as a murderer for the show Saturday, and uh, and what was those? Uh, I don't know, the, what do they call that? Is that just flannel? The yeah, red and black yeah. flannel, right? And then he had a ski cap on. He wouldn't take off, and it, it looked like he—you know—he looked like the picture they show right before they say the word manifesto on the news. That's basically what it. Uh, he pulled the look off. He pulled it off. Yeah, he really did. He he made you made you think. But uh, yeah, he was awesome. He was he ended up being fine. He pointed out, and then I just couldn't. I'm like, uh oh. Yeah. I mean, like I just said, well, how long did you sit? Yep. Brady looked at him and knew, and we all kind of knew. Brady said, "How long did you sit?" And he looked confused, and I'm like, "It's good you don't know the answer to that." And then as I'm saying that, it, it, the reason he didn't answer so quick is because one of his hands had like nachos in it. He put the nachos down so he could use both hands and raise all ten fingers to tell us sad for ten. Oh my god! I just called you a murderer. And I was right. But he couldn't help it. Uh, the front row is like right there. And he's like, you don't see much further back than the front three. And he's just there. And then he said he was having a great time. Email, uh, having a great time. So I'm not going to use your name just in case that's illegal or makes me an accomplice in any sort of way. But uh, BT, uh, thanks for showing up to the show. He had a good time. Oh, he was awesome. He was great. We had a lot of fun. Saturday night was a happening. It ended up being one of those special nights. And people afterwards were like, there's no way you guys improv that whole thing. The whole thing. There was one thing I can let out of the, that that was discussed before the show. One thing, which was uh, when we all decided to do Joe Biden, we'd just start wandering around, right? That was that's the, the general idea, right? The the joke of the thing was because we did a live Guadalupe Squares was when Mo introduced the Biden Square, all of us would just get up and start shuffling around, and eh, did the thing, and it worked better than we could have ever imagined. Frank took it to new heights by going out into the crowd and leaving and then coming back. And uh, the there was a guy in our green room that as Frank – because Frank went all the way out of the club, came back in through the green room, out up onto the stage stairs, and uh, the guy in the green room said, I was blown away because Frank left the comedy club, came through the green room, which is a hallway, and then into another side room – and uh, and he stayed in like Biden. He, he's like he came did through, not come out of and, character. Yeah, he said, "I'm in the green room." Like, oh, this is hilarious, man! And, eh, yeah. And he walks by him, and he does the Biden all the way upstairs, back onto the stage again. And uh, that was the only thing that we discussed. That's why I was so anxious and nervous about the whole thing, is because we were going to go, you know, fly by the seat of our pants. The whole thing was essentially made up. And then Brett's videos came up. <laughs> Now, the intention for Brett's videos, as I had discussed with you, was to tell the guys, Jonathan, Frank, Pablo, me, we were going to do, like, play-by-play as, you know, 
Madden or Tom Brenneman or just sports figures throughout. It doesn't matter. Marv Albert, old impressions, doesn't matter. They were going over so loudly. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering why we didn't do that. I sat on stage and said, let these breathe. They are the crowd. I, I don't know if you guys heard it from the side stage. It was so loud when those videos popped up, especially the prolapsing in the buttholes. <laughs> Brady's favorites. Oh, all of us, I think. I have. went by about five different tables just looking at them as they're watching. Oh. I'm like, uh, I'm so sorry. You're, you know, having fun on that thing. And they're right. like, oh, my God. There was one moment where the lady smoked a cigarette with her butthole. And then it, and then the whole butthole swallows it. That's the one you hadn't the seen. Yet. Yeah, yeah, that was the new one. And I heard, as I'm on stage, because I'm laughing, I looked at Jonathan Kite, and he jumped a little because in the back you just heard... <laughs> a woman screaming. It wasn't a laugh, and it wasn't enjoyment, or it wasn't. It was literal stabbed in the heart screams. So the videos go, and these are videos we we watch every day because the darker listener. Nah, I'll say that differently. The uh, uh, my content the creator, dark web yes. listeners that uh, fire over the. I didn't get to meet him. He didn't. Sh- he, he wasn't able to make okay. it. He wasn't able to make it. He's gonna try next year though. So. Uh, Will we do this again next year? I don't know. It might I don't know. You said Coleman wants it a quarter well, now. Right. So. It's, it's, it was such a wonderful experience that it's like if the, two things. Can we pull it off to that height again? We got to do something else. And B, how many times can we fleece listeners to show up? And to me, it's just begging people to do stuff. I mean, we can say it's for charity and that's nice. But if you start doing it too often, you're just asking people to. Yeah, it's silly. Yeah, the question, did lightning strike that day? Yeah, or what, can we, can, yeah, and I wouldn't do that same thing over again because you just can't. But if we did another theme of, of sorts uh, with comedians and stuff, could we do that? Yes, probably. But after a while, I mean, that was the first time we've ever done it. So it also had that kind of newness to it and people have never seen us do this. So it was kind of a cool thing. Would this podcast idea basically is what it was fly a lot i think it would for a little bit because sure people, people were awesome like the crowd, premises never get old no. if there's new new exactly. situations right crowd was awesome but uh I, yeah but you, i mean how many times can you go, hey guys come down and you know but if it was free every time and i don't know that the club wants to do that but drinks and food and stuff would help them but i don't know how many times yet either way uh that's the thing but uh i get to the end and, and matt the guy who owns the place was like you know trying to get us to do it again and he goes but you gotta let me know those videos he goes, I think, we're, I think we're supposed to have some sort of permit or license to show that stuff. And I'm like, I don't know. It's movies. And he goes, those weren't just movies. So those were, those were horrifying, like lawsuits waiting to happen. I'm like, I warned everybody. He goes, you didn't warn everybody. You didn't warn them enough. And I'm like, we told people all week. He goes, not yeah. here at the club. And I'm like, I don't know what, uh, what, like there's a disclaimer you had to drop down. And he goes, yes. He goes, that's like, that's borderline turning this thing into a snuff house or a, a strip club. We're not allowed to have that up there. I'm like, I think you can. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Morning Sickness. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's morning sickness. How funny was it oh. when you went into it saying, all right, yeah. we can do the video thing. 
and 20 or... Well, it wasn't that many. It was only two that I saw get up that I watched. There's 10 that went. I watched two storm out. But I think some of them went... Oh, they're going to the bathroom. I didn't catch that. I watched two people. It was pretty funny. There was one... Because I even shouted out. I'm like, wait, you can't leave yet. You haven't even seen the test video. But a couple of them just jetted out. I didn't see many people leaving. I think a couple had to go to the bathroom. Like, oh, go I was shocked at how many people actually sat and watched them. But it was so loud in there when that was going on. And hilarious. And we did, you know, comment over it. But I had every intention of having, you know, John Madden and, you know, and I thought it would be more of the, uh-uh. Those videos stood alone. More than I could ever imagine, which means I'm desensitized to you. the hor- horrible. You, you, you got, you helped me desensitize when we went through the 40 in it. But yeah, the, uh, I am, yeah, we. Look away, Marion! And the fun part was, uh, Brett and I went to Chico Malo on Saturday afternoon after we tested the videos at the club, see if everything was right. And then we sat and we had the list and I'm like, ah. We got to cut this one. I think that's too many. Po- and we're sitting there next to a table of older folks. We got to cut. We got. We've already got the tampon one, and then the guy with the scissors in his dick. I think we can cut out one of the <laughs> videos. <laughs> and guys are sitting there eating their. Nut- they're like, Chila Chila is going. What is going on at the table next to us? Scratching out a couple of them, going ah, really? And we were going to do the fish, the trout. Yeah. But I think it was Ooh. just. It was just one too many of waiting to see the payoff and the way that we had them lined up. Ooh man. It's a winner. That's yep. a that's a winner segment. We're sitting there at lunch, or, and it's just like, ah, it's too many scat videos. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's cut this Let one. Cut this one. Yeah. I think. Which one do we keep? The Koreans or the white people? <laughs> and uh, yeah, we kept the four girls in the tub, so it worked out nice. The opener of the girl, the one on the corner seat, was probably the most. Uh, as far as afterwards, like, oh my god. To me, that was the most disturbing. Yeah, because it's and. I've yeah. heard that from a lot of people. Same. That was? That bothers it me was, the most. It was, believe it or not. No, the grand finale. I nope. mean, the biking one. Fisting up to the elbows is so cartoonishly unreal to me, I can't relate to it. <sighs> Somebody licking yeah, a porta john Yeah, you question that. I've never... The licking the porta john I've lick. never been in a situation where I'm like, oh, yeah, the, f- the fist to your elbows thing. That seems so unrealistic, but I've been in a porta john I've never been in a room... Where fisting is about to happen, where I'm like, I'm going to check out, guys. I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, I went to the, down the down I've hall. Been, of I'm sure I've been a lot closer to it than I knew with KDKB in the building. <laughs> I'm positive that that's why we don't have Christmas parties anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost positive that Trips wandered into his bedroom and watched, you know, what looks like a semi truck's pistons just pumping away. Party's over. Yeah, singing Twenty One Pilots, going, "All right, everyone out of the guest room." <laughs> Let me at that thing. Uh, uh, uh. And then he does it himself. But I've never been at the, I've been in a porta john. I know what they smell like. I've, I've seen the toilet seat of a porta john. That girl that licks the seat of a, a well used portable potty. Nice and slow. And yeah, goes up the, like curves the edge and then puts her head in and bobs for something and then comes up laughing is the hardest one for me to watch because I've actually, I can actually feel that one. All the rest of them were so unreal to me. It's like li- it's not real. Looking over a cliff, kind yes. of where I jump. Yeah, You're like oh man. Yeah, that's a long fall. I can relate to the feeling of my body being in a portage on thinking, "What if I fell in this? What if I touched yep. that? Po- I don't. I can't." But double elbows up to the. I I have no idea like where that starts. Like how to make your bee hole a butt ho- or yeah, your bee hole a beehive. <laughs> I don't know how you even get to that point. I don't know how it. It's so, fascinating all the sure. way until it get, every time that last drip gets. Oh, the drip oh. on the first that hornet's nest that's hanging out of that lady, and then something comes out of it like 
Like your body's fighting back. And what was like, that? You got to spit. I got to spit. And then the lady that smokes with her butt. In the beginning of the video, I don't know if you guys catch it. She's sitting there going, oh, she's trying to be sexy. And she just goes, sorry. It's like, what the? <laughs> Why include that? And then she, Warm up? Then she puts the cigarette in the spot. You shouldn't ever have fire. And, th- and, and then it sucks the, it in. And it eats it. But she seemed all right with that. And like I said on stage, that is not the worst thing that's happened to that beehole. Because of what she's capable of doing with it. It comes out on command. And Boba Fett came shooting out of there. Yeah. When, yeah, when, the, when the sandworms, just when she thinks about it, she's like, watch this. And she can like, it's like, you know, those people that used to be on TV that could blow square bubbles and round bubbles. And she can do that with her body. <gasps> so those videos didn't, didn't phase me. The girl oh, licking man. the toilet seat, which was the one like, if you can take this. All right, we're moving on. This is one that this is your tester. If this if this one gets you, you need to leave. I found that that one was probably the one that I had the most trouble with. The worst part is, and I guess I can see your point now, thinking about it, because you, you meet some broad at a bar at two a.m. That could be her, and you have no idea. Yeah, and she pops up with the glitter on her face yeah. and the Coachella backpack, mm-hmm. and she's having the time of her life. She went back out into the concert she was at. Probably made out with some and dude. Made out with she's the all guy. X'd out. And oh, that yeah. would have been the joke. Like, I, you should make out with that guy that won't stop bothering you, but go lick the portage on first. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay. And then she did it. And then this poor dude. And the, Hi, I'm Brian. <laughs> you got a tampon in your mouth, lady. <laughs> I know. Leave me alone. Your mouth is blue after yeah. kissing her. I mean. Oh. 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 She got in there. But yeah, the videos, yeah, Matt Coleman was like, I don't think we're allowed to do that. And I'm like, you need to look into the rules of your club. You should have told me. Should have told me. And he wasn't mad. He was laughing. He goes, I don't ever want to say, I didn't know bodies did that stuff. And I'm like, neither did I. But we get those every day. Every single day we have a couple videos. And that was the tame stuff compared to like the There was like the a mutilation. lot of stuff we didn't put in there. Yeah, because yeah. it's just not funny. It's yeah. just pure mutilation. So thanks to our... That's that's 2023. I don't know. I think we started that kind of tamely a little last year, and then it really took off this year. Uh, very nicely done <laughs> on the dark web videos that we get every year, and it's it's a crowd pleaser. I'll say that. It's it a good like, closer. Yeah, <laughs> we, and didn't even, we didn't even close I, with it because I was worried that you know it would just be a reason to exit. We had we had more afterwards, and that's the only way you're going to see those videos because I don't send them out. So no, unless right. you search them out yourself, right? Coming yeah. to the shows is the only way. Yeah. And I'm not sure. Well, look, if we do that again, maybe the videos pop up at the show you're at. Maybe they don't. we got to keep it special. <laughs> I think the annual end of the year thing. Like this like is a recap. A, a recap end of the year video montage is in order. In fact, uh, well, we can't because none of it belongs to us. I was going to say Brett should sell them, but just like on the side of the street <laughs> and and on his own phone. Like, just come here. Come here. Hey, pal. Give me 20 bucks. I'll show you a lady's uh, beehive. What's a beehive? Come here, 20 bucks. Okay. Brett's beaded curtain, we're going to call it. <laughs> but, yeah, it was, a, it, was a, it was a special evening. We had a blast there. And to the murderer in the front row, uh, you know, you sat in the front row of a comedy club and you were dressed as uh, uh, psychopath Elmer Fudd. You're going you're gonna to catch a couple of punches. <laughs> and he's sitting across from Jonathan Kite, who looks like Gomez Adams on his worst day. And, he, and I said, do you have to wear the ski cap the whole show? 
And he goes, my hair's out of control. I'm like, look at Kite. He's on stage with that mop. It can't be worse than this. But, yeah, I I honestly do believe, and thanks to Stand Up Live and Komen and all the people that everybody, it was a, you missed out. If you didn't go, you missed it. And Jonathan Kite was right at the end. He said, dude, I honestly think if that was in an arena, we, and this was the rep, we could take that show to like, to like huge places. Yeah. It was good. And it was a lot of fun. And my favorite part is this when, when uh, funny people like that, uh, I watch that and I admire their selflessness. I sat there with like 3,000 different ideas in my head watching Frank and Kite go. And I know they had the same thing when I was going. And they never once stepped on the other guy's run. And that's, you know, I've, I called it jazz. It's just this awesome thing where it's like, oh, I got a good line here, but Pablo's doing the Howard, so I can't, I'm not jumping in. And it was just awesome. It was so much fun. And I'm so happy it's over. Even Pablo. Oh, Pablo Francisco was controlled. Well, I did tell him before. I'm like, look. I'm <laughs> That's what was funny. Yeah, I'm, ma- I'm going to marionette you tonight because we can't lose you. But the fun part was we had, and thanks to my buddy Marty and Ryan and Jeff Barbary, they were a lo- we had a live band playing like in between breaks and stuff. And they were killing it. And Pablo came out, and I'm like, watch this, everybody. You can make him do whatever you want. I said, do some White Snake. And Marty and the band went into White Snake. And Pablo immediately left the building mentally and committed to White Snake and sang. He didn't know he was going to do it and went right into it. And uh, Frank, I watched him <laughs> look at uh, Kite, and we all put our mics down like, well, this is going to be a minute. And Frank looked at Jonathan and said, he's gone. Because you can watch this dude disappear into the activity, and he started sweating profusely like he had done 30 songs that night. Pablo was under control. It was amazing. And if you went to it, I think, you know, it was so much fun. So thanks for everybody who showed up. And liquoring you up beforehand was the key because you guys were – that was a great audience. I was worried until I came out on stage, said the first thing, and heard the crowd reaction, and I'm like, we're going to be fine tonight. This is a lathered-up bunch. So next year's videos, Brett. Oh, no. Do they get again? Do they get better? Are there more? Are there? Oh, does it just stop? There's plenty. Yeah. Will the world stop (laughs) filming itself in 2024? Please, I don't think so. (laughs) No kidding. I don't think. I don't think at one. I don't think in concert the world's just going to go. Everyone, put down your cameras and let's talk. I think there's going to be more. But those videos, man, wow. Holmberg's morning sickness. This guy says, I don't think I'd be able to handle the video part. I still haven't watched two girls in one cup. Just knowing that it was enough for me, I've never attempted to watch it. That was that was that a was breakthrough. Too long. What? <laughs> that was a breakthrough video, though. Oh, it was. The fact, that, day, yeah. the fact oh. that we can't talk pop culture anymore as far as like watching shows you have to be on the same page oh are you watching obliterated no i've seen one oh i'm on episode six so we can't really but you bring up two girls one cup you're pretty much in an 80 percent group that knows that reference that is a reference almost everyone can can understand whether you've seen it or not even omar who emails and says i've never seen it he knows what it is so you can reference it all day references are harder than they've ever been and that last one was one girl one cigarette oh well, that's what, yeah, because it was a play yeah, on that, play so that. people know. But yeah, two girls, one cup was the breakthrough that said, yeah. And then there was a lot of hold my beers after that. I was like, wait, that's nothing. Watch what we do with our feces. Ah, the oh. human, the human experiment. 
Every time you go to church and talk about how great God's creation is, just think of the dark web and realize uh, he f- up an awful lot oh, of stuff. Oh, it's creative. Yeah, he, he messed up an awful lot of stuff. And if he's all-knowing and saw that, if you really believe you're God of any, whichever one you believe, is an omnipotent, I saw the future, I know the beginning, middle, and end, and he saw this, and you got to think about it. At one point, back before the Jesus, he decided to uh, etch-a-sketch earth, erase everything, and start over because the behavior was so bad. How bad was it then that he decided to drown everybody and every living creature if he hasn't done it yet to us? I look at it as more, uh, you know, as all warning. You'll see. <laughs> yeah, but think about what he was pissed off about back in, you know, zero. Yeah, to, to that scratch it. A scratch. Noah, you're the last one. Everybody else, I'm at your sketching the planet. Time to wash it. Yeah, and then I don't That's That's where I draw the line, he said, and he flooded the place. That's it. What were they doing? And then he even said after that, supposedly, like, you know, I'm not going to do it by water. Yeah, next time, next time, next time. Fire. <laughs> right. He announced, piss me off again. I'm throwing fire. We still don't listen. And he, well, ah, but uh, where's his line? Yeah, he's got a good threshold. If he does now, because back then, whatever they were doing was worse than what we're doing now. That, when he flooded the planet, if you buy into that nonsense, <laughs> when he flooded the planet, you have to think that group of humanity is worse than us. Oh, How? Man. How? Do you How? think they look back and like, I wish we had video. Oh, my God. If we had video of the original. Because that's nothing. The original humanity that God said. you guys said, are seeing now. Wipe it out. I don't want to watch another day of this. We were his dark web. We were God's dark web. Flood it. That's it. Flood it. Kill all of it. Even the fish. What did they do? Kill it. How do we kill the fish in a flood? I don't know. Do it. All of it. The birds, sir? Yes. Kill all of them. Save that guy. Not this one. Save that one and let him get two of everything on a boat. I'll tell him how to build it. It'll be slow, though. (laughs) How bad were things that we're watching those 10 videos? And I'm thinking to myself, I'm not even a religious man. It's time to close this shop. (laughs) You know, where's the fire? He's not wrong. I just want to know what was so biblically bad back then that made him etch a sketch us. And we're allowed to walk the earth in droves today. With this going on. Or maybe he's like, ah, I might have overreacted. <laughs> you think? <laughs> First few commandments don't strike me as he's that type of guy to be that self-aware. Eh, you know what? I might have pushed a button a little early on that one. Well, let's see where they go. 5,000 years later. Oh, my butthole's out. No, that's not. There's more. I can take more. You want to talk about a guy who's desensitized. It's that lord of yours. It didn't work. And he has to just close his eyes and go, oh, I'm seeing the future, and it is oof, this creation of mine. I think he's busy working on a new planet. i got to start over over here. I'm not going to deal with them anymore. Maybe that was the problem. The people, that flood didn't happen. Well, I don't believe it. Did. I, mean, I, don't, I, mean, I know. That's it was why I was like, yeah. oh, my gosh, here but we go again. It didn't happen for the reasons that the book says. I mean, yeah. you know, when you get logical about it, there was just a hard thunderstorm in that area and it <laughs> yeah, flooded. It flooded. The little lake got high and they thought they were the only people. And Noah's floating around on this boat he made with a couple of pigs. And it's a good story. We had tornadoes this past weekend. Sure. Yeah, and if you can imagine, you know, you don't know that you're not the only 80 people on the You think you are the planet. 
We pissed off God. Yeah, well, we must have done something terrible. Yeah, weather used to be as used to be really mad at us. I still I remember golfing with that that lady, that charity lady, when she told me that the reason Katrina hit New Orleans and the reason that that uh, tsunami crushed most of Indonesia back in 2005 was because of all the gays. Another cleansing. <laughs> and I'm like, what if the gays live where there's no water? Then what? Well, they'll get theirs. Wow. You think that he only... You'll see downtown yeah. Phoenix. Which is why God makes the gays move to those temperate climates. So he can hit them with hurricanes. That's it. No gay wants to live in Nebraska. That's why they all leave. They're coastal. It's the coastal gays. But uh, gays, if I'm you, I'm staying in Arizona. We don't have those giant weather patterns. If tornadoes started to mash up gay trailer parks, which that sentence in itself is gay trailer parks. You just started an idea. <laughs> the most beautiful trailer park in the world. Unbelievable. Then I'd be like, oh, maybe he is after him. That lady, dead, dead straight-faced in a golf cart, told me, well, that's the reason it happened in New Orleans. They've let the gay run amok. Like, you think he hit him with a hurricane? What about all the people who weren't gay? They weren't doing anything to stop it. What are you supposed to do? Anyway, it's your shot. It's a warning. Lunatic. We walked around New Orleans, and all we saw were men holding hands and women kissing. And like, matter of time before this weather front rolls through. <laughs> Like, no kidding. Why not just strike him dead with like a potion or like a, a poison soup for just gays? It only poisons. Why does the weather have to sweep out a bunch of... Well, you have to get rid of some of the blacks, too. So we hit the Ninth Ward. I'm like, oh, I see. Okay, Jesus. that's that's basically what it was. <laughs> but, yeah, it was uh, striking. The Cheddar Sky fire was to get rid of all sure. the gay animals. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Rodeo Cheddar Sky was like, we got a lot of deer out there that are... Twinking around, blowing each other. Maybe it's time we lit this one up. A couple of gay hunters out there in the woods pumping it out, and God's like, "That's it." Forest fire. Put a little lightning on that. I'm not a believer of that. I think that's absurd. But the book says he flooded the earth because we were misbehaving. What were we doing? I am. A, I am a believer in a in a you know for the most part, but I have. Questions, but I thought that was a little extreme. That's, take yeah, on that it is too. an extreme. That is an extreme movement of a guy who's in control of everything and supposedly saw the future. Then he would have known he, he's going to blow it up, flooding the earth because of our behavior. All I want are the stories of the day before when God hit the button. That's it. It couldn't have just been Sodom and Gomorrah, right? There had to be some dark web stuff before the dark. Maybe they invented the internet first and he had to flood that out so the next group had taken a, he needed a couple thousand years of break. Yeah, and they had after, internet technology. Yeah, it was. Get rid of those aliens that brought it over to Egypt because he knows what happens when that goes down. And the beehive or buttholes. I don't think any deity is for the Now they have a new setup. Beehive. It takes three keys in order to reset. <laughs> three keys. God, so Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and Jesus. It's just essentially this one dude, three arms. Vishnu has eight keys and he can do it himself. Or she. I don't know what a Vishnu is. Anyway, I just, after watching those videos, I sit and think to myself, what, what is, what's around the bend? What would Alvar Holmberg, my grandfather, Swedish immigrant, think of humanity if he knew that was going on? He well, did, he, it didn't, your dad. He, before he went, he thought it was oh, on its way. Oh, it was all gone. And your dad, who recently passed away. Yep. You show him one of those videos, he would not believe human beings did that stuff. It did, it did, but not in his brain. I can't brain. imagine. Not in his mind to think that a man would put his hand in, in another man up to the elbow, <sighs> let alone two guys. 
I don't even know what his face. Were. I mean, I'd be. I, it would be hard for me not to laugh. Of at this course, time, but it would be complete shock. Yeah. Or maybe not. Merry maybe. Christmas, everybody. <laughs> oh yeah, that reminds me of that time in Cuba. Like he can't relate to that. He wouldn't have a story. He wouldn't lead on that. Oh, at all. Come on. I think your dad might say it for the first. What the f- is this? <laughs> come on, Brady, turn that off. But yeah, the uh, yeah. So I don't know what's coming, but it ain't good. And then, of course, baseball got ruined over the weekend. Man. And uh, Brett and I were talking about Shohei Otani. Man, if you have a child and you want to force it to do something to make your life easier, baseball is the answer. 100, uh, what is it, 10 years, $700 million. Yeah. Yeah. He's getting $70 million a year. And he's hurt. He's not even going to play. Now he can only DH. He can't yeah. even hit. Or, and, uh, a pitch. He can't throw the ball for another year. So the first year he's getting seventy million is on the hopes that he recovers from that enough to be the player that should get seventy seventy million a year. Ryan Sandberg got a ten year deal from the Cubs years ago, a million a year, and it was the cover of Sports Illustrated. Now this is thirty five years ago, something like that, maybe a little longer, not that much. And everybody back then said this is the end, but nobody saw. A million a year turning into seventy million just three decades later. I mean, that's that's a fast leap. Well, yeah, I guess. And after the Sandberg, you know, there's numerous ones. Then when the A Rob thing hit, sure, two hundred twenty-five million for twenty-five years or you something. Thought, like that's that. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's it. Ten million can... a year? Are you crazy? Yeah. And that was the like nineties and early two thousands when they're like ten million for one guy. That's absurd. Craziness. And then he was getting 20. 25. Nuts. You're out of your minds. Holmberg's morning sickness. morning sickness. Holmberg's morning sickness. Yeah, because he got his initial deal, and then he got that super deal, and then it turned you into You could like, buy so many jets. <laughs> right. You know, they're, they're doing the comparison of what they make. But $70 million for a guy who's hurt. Oh, it's nuts. And it makes you really think to yourself, why is anyone humping it on a roof or digging a, a fence post hole or teaching? Teaching. Throw the ball. Learn to throw the ball. Take your chances. Flood the market. I got to, if I, it makes me, that's actually the only time ever. I'm so glad I'm incapable. I want to pump out a kid. I still, I'm thinking about maybe walking to, cages at the orphanage and seeing which ones are lefty and kind of string beanie and maybe pull that little son of a drug addict out of the box and say all right you're coming home you just hit the jackpot kid but guess what we're doing it my way you're gonna stunt my mental development don't care you're gonna be a pitcher i'll probably just turn to drugs well you were gonna do that anyway with the with your dna get out there dwight good now get out there and start chucking the ball around here we're also gonna make a movie about you if it ever happens if I go pro, there'll be a movie. Don't start getting your hopes up. I'm going to two-e this thing. You're going to get 25 grand max. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, Jesus. that When that came over, everybody was just texting like crazy. $70 million a year. Who's next up in, in baseball. baseball? I mean, it won't come close to that, but. It has to, though. 500, 600. Oh, he's at 700. I know. I'm yeah. saying he's the highest. I mean, I know someone will eventually think within two years top uh, that. No idea. No clue. I mean, this year you're going to have a guy 
Like Blake Snell will probably get 50 just for being a pitcher now that this got signed. It's crazy. It's possible. It is crazy. So, yeah, you start, you're going to start seeing 45 and 50. Million. Football did it, 50 million. Soccer does it. Soccer throws around billions. I mean, it's insane how much they pay people. F1 racing. F1 racing. Nobody even talks about the money that's in that thing. It's crazy. So, as you go to work this morning, just realize that, you know. Shohei's going to have a good Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Shohei Otani. And I don't know if he's some nutbag uh, Eastern philosophy guy who doesn't believe in Santa and Jesus, but I would start believing in Jesus because Christmas is going to be awesome for you. You are God. And they're going to, and he, you know, I was talking to some people like Caliendo when I was saying they're going to make so much money streaming it back to Japan. The Dodgers are going to charge Japan because they go crazy for when their players are big deals. He's right. You're going to, it's going to be 15 yen a game to watch Shohei pitch or play. And they're going to just crush the Japanese market with, like, paper, pay-per-view on each game and packages and things. They're going to get their money back. But it's insanity. And how do the Diamondbacks compete with that? How do my newfound love of my Diamondbacks, how in the world do they compete with that? Uh, you know, I mean, you don't necessarily have to. I mean, look what look it's what true. the Dodgers had last year. It's a good point. They weren't just one player away. That's I mean, it's just, it was what it was. That's, That's very what the Diamondbacks true. did this year. That's yeah. what ends. Yeah. I mean, they did. They basically did it with a bunch mm-hmm. of youth and a good mix of people. And they did it in the last month and a half. Of the, well, not even that. Last In the playoffs. Yeah. They just got in. And the Rangers are a bunch of rookies. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. How do you compete with it? You just compete with it. But you don't have I mean, there's pressure now to throw $40 million at, a, at an arm. I mean, look at the Yankees lately. I mean, they, yeah, they've spent buying. big bucks and nothing's not paid off. That's a good point. I don't know. That's big. So if you were the guy who was like the prospect in high school, but you decided to start smoking weed instead, think about what you just did to yourself, dummy. Toledo's in there hanging from Oh, Toledo's left-handed son that at an early age with his three-quarter delivery had professional athletes saying he's got something. Former professional baseball players looked at him and said, this kid's got a whip. It's natural. We can work with it. I don't think I want to play ball anymore, Dad. I want to be a model. (laughs) (laughs) A man model instead. I really like clothing. Ah, Put your passions aside, boy, and go get that money. The way to fund that clothing line you want to start is to throw that ball a little bit more. I'm one of those kids that wish my dad would have pushed harder. He let me not play ball. And he's like, yeah, you're good. You can throw, but... If you don't want to do it. And I think he was tired of playing catch with me. I think the bigger thing was it was his selfishness that made him like, you don't want to play anymore? Good. Stop breaking my hand. My dad refused to buy a new glove. His glove was his childhood glove from the 50s and early 60s. And this thing was paper thin. I'd occasionally use it. You were bare hand catching the ball. And I could start to whip it up there pretty good when I started to get to be, you know, 11, 12, 13 years old. Yeah. And he started throwing pretty hard. And he's catching them with the this, it was a strap, it was a leather, like a, I don't even, it was like a, it was almost like a fruit roll up in his hand. It was barely a thing. It just, it turned his hand brown. And it, and he would not get a new glove. Ah, I got this one just the way I want it. I'm not playing baseball anymore. I'll just use this. This ancient old thing, 
I think it was signed by, like, literally signed by Christy Mathewson. Like, it was yeah. the oldest glove in the world. Same, I, I wish I would have kept natural. my grandfather's. Yeah, it was, yeah it, was, it was Hobbs. It was Wonder Boy's <laughs> glove. That's yeah. what my uh, papal chick, he had a uh, couple of clubs that were just three fingers. Yeah, the old, the old, yeah. And we'd just, go, when we'd go over there in the summer for family dinners or whatever, you'd pull those out. Used to be, you'd laugh, throw them with these there gloves. There was no padding. Yeah. My dad was more advanced than that. It had the five fingers on the web, but it was, and he would do, I think when, when it got to the point where I'm like, I don't think I'm going to play anymore, I, he was happy. I, was, I busted his thumb once because he was catching barehanded, this thing. And I think when I told him, we don't have to play catch anymore, <laughs> it was the opposite of Field of Dreams. Hey, Dad, you want to have a catch? Last thing I want to do. No. <laughs> oh. He liked it up until it started to hurt. My dad was that guy that liked sports until you beat him. Like, we'd play basketball and stuff and never beat him, and then I started to beat him. You got to quit. We just stopped playing basketball. Like, what happened? You want to play horse? No. What happened? We used to play every day. No. I started winning. Ah. Go play with your friends. <laughs> Baseball started hurting his hand because that piece of paper he was wearing. Ah. Play catch with someone else. I wish he'd have pushed me. I wish I had that dad that was like, all right, and just... Pushing me out of the car, kicking me out before it even stops. Get out there and throw the ball. But whatever. Turn off the goddamn Atari yeah, and get out there. 70 million a year. That's crazy. That's true. This guy, Nicholas, says the Diamondbacks tried. They got that eight year, $111 million deal on Corbin Carroll. Putting their, he was a rookie. And they're like, put your claws in this one and dig down because we need to keep him. We need to get him now because a couple years from now, he's going to cost 60 million bucks. They got a, that's turned out, to, that is going to be an amazing contract come two, three years from now if he keeps doing this. And he'll hold out and get more, I'm sure. Pretty awesome. But yeah, baseball got wrecked over the weekend. Uh, Brett, what do you got on the big board of musical treats? All right, wake up song brought to you by Action Ride Shop. We're going to be going on vacation. So, uh, oh. I think we need to take Josh up in that order and then, and go up go up north. He said he'd teach us how to snowboard, snowboard properly. And yeah. I'm like, I don't want to waste your day. And he goes, I'd love to do it. Yeah, so I think that might we may have it. to do that. But uh, you know, if you're going to be heading up north now, you know, ski and snowboard season's here. So get get all your stuff tuned up right there at Action Ride Shop. Or if you need new gear, obviously it's a great Christmas present as well. Go to actionrideshop.com or go visit them over there in Gilbert Road in Southern. They're going to take care of you. On the list, we got uh, Disturbed Voices for Saturday's show, <laughs> Slipknot, Stone Sour, The Warning, Hatebreed, ACDC, Avenged, Ghost, Mudvayne, Ministry, Metallica, and Bad Religion. Uh, Voices, such a good song. Devil and I always gets me. Yeah, the Devil and I is what we'll go with since oh, our conversation right. about why God etched a sketch the earth once and he hasn't done it yet considering we've turned our buttholes into beehives. I can't imagine that was going on when he did the Great Flood. What's going on down there? It's starting me. The guy's butthole is a beehive. Yeah, I got to start over. <laughs> it's like when you ever go to those paint. You've been with me, those painting things. Yes. Yeah, every girl's drug their husband or boyfriend. That. You go to those painting paint things. Night. Yeah, paint night. That's fun. But, you know, I've always, Dina, who runs the, the painter's lounge downtown, mm-hmm. gets mad because I've been to it a few times. And every time, I have one painting I finished. Otherwise, I just. You know, my Rolling Stones and I paint it black. Because once it starts looking like crap, I'm like, well, this is dumb. I'm starting over. John, don't, don't tell. Why do you do that? Because it was garbage. Who cares? Me. So just the whole thing's black. So at the end of the, 
night, everybody has painted the same thing, and they they you know do a class picture, and there's one weirdo in the back corner with a black piece of, of canvas. But that's kind of what God was doing. It's like when you're an artist and you're like, eh, this is no good. He just painted it black, started over. I just want stories of what was going on then that was worse than today that triggered that move. I need to go to a... You know, the diocese today. And I'm like, who's in charge around here? So who's actually read the book? And then watch everybody go, well, I mean, in bits and pieces. I'm not, it's like Schindler's List. Who's seen the movie? Well, I've seen it, you know, not all at one sitting, but here and there. The one guy that's read Great the book. Comedy. The one guy Great that, comedy. The one guy that, that's read the whole book and gets the thing. And like, what was going on when he, when he launched uh, the flood? Well, everyone was misbehaving. All right. I'm going to show you 10 videos from my friend Brett. And you tell <laughs> me how it was worse then than it is now. Was everybody doing this? What is that? And then a priest would be like, is that a beehive? No. Why would a man put a beehive at his bottom? And he's pulling it out. And he's going to flood again. Anyway. Thank you, Brett. The videos were a hit. <laughs> and Brett went through an awful lot. Soaking in that palm olive for a few days, going through those old videos, man. That that couldn't have been a fun assignment. I don't think I could do that a couple times a year, man. Yeah. That's you need brutal. to. You know what you need to do is just earmark them as you yeah. go. Yeah, I don't hand out a lot of assignments here. And I said, Brett, I need you to go through those videos. <laughs> he made that face like, oh, everybody thought you were high. By the way, Saturday. Oh, really? Yeah. No. Your demeanor on stage no. was that of a high man. Mm-mm. I know. So Brett doesn't partake. He no. was fine. He's just laid back, man. Couple of pops, maybe. Yeah. Maybe you weren't blasted. No, 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 absolutely not. Not your behavior. They just thought Brett looks really comfortable. He's he's stoned to the BG. No. So he was sitting next Naturally, to Brady. Yeah. Maybe I, don't know. I mean yeah. that's normal though. Yeah. It was just like you know. <laughs> that was fun. It's so like we do every morning yeah, during the Brady report. So we feel high while Brady's talking because yes. it's like an acid trip or a mushroom dance. <laughs> Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said, fully erect. 